Sports. It's Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. Coming up on the program today, a crackhead just trying to take a Taco Bell shit. Plus, fucking a half-woman, half-chicken abomination. A message to all faggot lovers. I'm sorry, pork faggot lovers. And for breezing a rotting corpse. All coming up today. Are you thirsty? Huh? I want to breastfeed you. Here on these big nips and watch how you suck me dry. Look here, all for you. Yes. Come on if you're thirsty. With Tim Henson. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. A bucket of his diarrhea. I didn't want it to be in my mouth, but it was running down my eyes. That's my man juice. Uh, yeah. All right. Hey, freaks. Tim back here with you for the Wednesday podcast. I've got a great one for you. If you are new to the show, let me just take a moment and explain what Distorted View Daily is all about. Oh, sticking my fucking finger in my dick hole, man. Did you see that? Did you fucking see that, man? Did you see what I did? Man, I fucking stuck my little finger in my fucking dick hole. Yeah, it's like that. It pretty much sums up what we're doing here. I find weird stuff on the internet. The web is a dark and dirty place. I tend to laugh at things that are gross or weird, and uh, then I share them with you. And that's what we do for 40 minutes every day. Some of these things are rather unsavory or politically incorrect. I urge you all to uh, take a short hour break from having a conscience. Laugh at the things you're not supposed to laugh at. Realize we're all good people here. Well, I'm not. You let me be a monster. You can say things out loud. Like if someone's around you while you're listening to the story of you daily, you could be like, this guy's an asshole. The host of this show should really be canceled. You know, you can throw me under the bus. It's fine. You can keep listening, feel good about yourself. I'll take the heat for this nonsense. Uh, Listen, I do have a great program for you today. One of the more interesting people I found in my travels that I have become obsessed with. And, you know, we found a lot of weirdos, mentally unstable people, scat freaks, pretty much those two things, scat freaks and mentally unstable people. And then there's this guy, Mead Skelton, who, as far as I can tell, is not into poop. Definitely closer to the uh, mentally unstable, but he is a somewhat functioning adult in that he can hold a job, at least a part-time job. He fancies himself a musician, and uh, he lives in Richmond, Virginia, and he's kind of racist, kind of homophobic. And then throughout his YouTube career, where he's blogged a lot and posted many of his songs you start to learn even more strange things about him. He's like an onion. You you keep peeling back the crazy. Just to give you a little taste of mead, here is one of his songs. This is called Pervert Marriage. Here come the gays. (laughs) 
It's like a horror movie. I love that effect. As awful as Meat is, I love him. Perfect marriage, perfect marriage, it's not been the match to me. Perfect marriage, perfect marriage, how can it be? Well, when a boy loves another boy and lubes up his anus. I don't mind the case. They're perfectly fabulous in many ways, but I do not agree. Homosexuality. Well, see, now the, like, those are very contradictory statements. Marriage should be between a man and a woman. That's how God said it should be. It's always an agenda they're pushing, not about equality. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage. It's not a marriage to me. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage. How can it be? Somehow he stretches this concept out to a like, two and a half minute song. By the way, happy Pride Month. Mead is a huge supporter of uh, the Confederacy and Confederate history. He tried to protect a Confederate statue from being knocked down. Nearly got killed for that. He had to be escorted home. He had a, like the police had to get him to safety because uh, a mob was chasing him, basically. Uh, anyway, so, uh, you know, Mead has a lot of wackadoodle old-timey views but then like during his vlogs as i mentioned he reveals stuff that just really paints a a more clear picture of what a complete fruitcake he is one of my favorite stories was uh he, he was talking about his high school days he was in love with a girl and would go horseback riding with her pretty much every day they were friends and uh you know he wanted things to progress she uh, did not. And then one day, Mead saw her going on a horseback ride with another guy. Some dude she actually did like. And that's when the stalking began. God knows what he did to this poor girl. Calling her house all the time. Sending her potatoes in the mail. With a note saying, oh, This potato looked like you. I thought you might like it. With like a knife through it or something. You know, cuckoo banana shit. I'm sure he didn't do that. But eventually, uh, they had to call the police on Mead. (laughs) Normal. Uh, Yes, it was a very unhealthy obsession, I guess. Now, the reason why I bring this all up is uh, we've got our very own Discord for the show. That's where all the listeners hang out. And Mead's in there. Occasionally, the freaks will mess around with Mead, try to antagonize him. To be honest, he loves it. He loves the attention. Listeners were posting photos of women on horses. And you know what? Mead was not interested. He said women who ride horses are too masculine for him. And horseback riding is a masculine sport. Women don't like dirty things. Horses are dirty and cleaning stalls is messy. Also, he has a real problem with women wearing pants. That is another direct quote from Mead. Women shouldn't wear pants. It just isn't right. They should wear a dress. And uh, when asked why, he replied, because it shows their legs. Like a creep. And you know, this all stems back to his high school days when the girl he was in love with, he went horseback riding with, rejected him. Now he hates all women on horses. It's so fucking transparent. Uh, We did learn some other things from Mead, thanks to listeners in the Discord. Uh, Mead says, I can yodel. (laughs) We knew that. 
I can yodel and I'm creative. I'm getting my associate's degree. Something I did not know about Mead, and uh, thanks to Haley's Comet for this conversation, Haley's Comet asked Mead, what are your career goals? To which Mead responded, to be a singing minister. Guess that, right? That's that's on brand for Mead. To be a singing minister who wrestles and flips houses. Throughout all the years we've been talking about Mead, talking to Mead, interviewing him, playing clips of him, I don't think he's ever once mentioned that he was interested in wrestling. Furthermore, he doesn't even have to say it, but you know he's talking about WWE-style wrestling, right? Yeah, the guy who sings Pervert Marriage is into the most fucking homoerotic athletics. It all just checks out. Pervert marriage, pervert marriage, it's not a marriage to me. The last thing I want to mention uh, about Mead is, you know, he's a very devout conservative Christian. And a few years ago, he took a 23andMe DNA test to learn about his heritage. It did not disappoint. Now, Mead has deleted this video from his channel. He didn't like the feedback he was getting, but people were smart enough to uh, save the video before he could delete it and reposted it. So here, here is Mead talking about some of the results. Uh, you know, he's part German. Of, he loves that. German. So it should be a lot higher and also have more French ancestry on my mother's side. But this says it's concentrated in Germany. Um, so Hitler was my first cousin. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is where it gets cuckoo. It says I'm a Jew. Oh, no. Oy vey. <laughs> I say there is no Jew in me, but apparently they think so. Um, no, he I- refuses to believe. Like, they think so. He'll, he'll accept all the other results, right? I'm Scandinavian and a little bit of French and German. But then he, when it gets to the Jew, he's like, they say I'm Jewish. But even according to Adolf Hitler, I would not be a real Jew. Oh, thank God. You got the all clear from Hitler. And if Hitler says you're not a Jew, you're not a Jew. I feel comforted in that notion. I don't know where the Jew comes from. The bank? This is a joke? Anyway, that's a little bit of Mead skeleton for you. Go back and listen to past episodes of DV if you want to hear more from him. All right, I've got a bunch of audio I wanted to share with you today. First up, a, a crazy drunk drug addict at Taco Bell. She's upset because she was uh, in the restroom trying to take a shit or shoot up which is more likely the case of what was going on here. Anyway, someone else came into the restroom, and uh, she's pissed about that. I don't know if this was one of those single-person restrooms and she just forgot to lock the door. As you will hear from her in just a moment, she believes that it was a man trying to come into the to the restroom. Oh, my, get your big ass. I'm using the restroom. There's a guy going in there while I'm thinking of poop. Oh, yeah. A struggle is real, and you guys do not even hear me there. Hello, I'm taking a shit. You want to eat a taco now? I hope not. I hope you do not want to eat that. Yeah. Please, I'm taking a shit right now. She does seem a little manic. Part of the reason she's upset is because none of the employees rushed to her side when she was screaming from the restroom, I'm trying to poop! Which, you know, I gotta be honest with you, if I was an employee, I don't think I would run to her either. Like, great, you're pooping! There's nothing I can really do for you except cheer you on, and I'm paid minimum wage, so that ain't gonna happen. Uh, this crazy woman turns her attention to the man filming this interaction. Take the shit off me, dude. Don't fucking touch me, bro. You know what, bro? I, you know what? You're a little pussy bitch. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you are. Yeah. How old are you? 
Bye. Yeah, late. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Lay hands on me, bitch. They're done already. They're done already, bitch. For laughter, hey, you're a cunt. I see your pussy. Hey, suck my dick, bitch. Yeah, look at that shit. A little, what is that little pussy right there? She's pointing at his dick. What the fuck is my goddamn fucking face, dude? It's called extortion. Look, bro. Against the law, bro. Can you? You don't. Yeah, that's not what extortion is. Not even close, really. Uh, she then calls the friend of the cameraman a monkey, and he's Hispanic. He didn't like that. That's when this altercation continues outside of the Taco Bell. They kind of chase her out of the restaurant. Definitely going on YouTube. Guy monkey. Guy monkey. Guy monkey. Oh. She called you a monkey, bro. Yeah, that's the comment that set the guy off. And really, all he did was run up to the woman and say, all right, go ahead. You can punch me first. She doesn't seem to want to take the shot all of a sudden, though. Who the fuck are you, bitch? I'm a chick, dude. Who the fuck are you, bitch? Who are you, bitch? Come on. Get the fuck away from me. I'll knock your bitch ass out. You a bitch. I'm going to swing first. You a bitch. You a bitch. Get your best shot. You a bitch. Get your best shot, bitch. You a bitch. Come on, hit me. Hit me. Do it. Hit me. It's right here. It's right here. Yeah, we know. You're on crack, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Do something, bitch. I like this video better when she was inside of the Taco Bell screaming shit over and over. Now it's turning into like a standard world star hip hop video from 2015. You're in there starting fights with people. Do something, bitch. Stop doing crack, bitch. Stop doing crack, bitch. Nobody cares if you're a chick, bitch. Stop doing it. Yeah, you're hella drunk. You crackhead ass bitch, get the fuck out of here, bitch. Get the fuck out of here, bitch. I know it's sexist to call a woman a bitch, but bitch is really just a great word to say. And this dude's saying it a lot, but it it really just rolls off the tongue. Bitch. You got that like the the first part is great. Bitch. Bitch. Hey, bitch. It's a very satisfying word to utter. And it ends strong as well. Bitch. Bitch. It's, it's, It's a great beginning, middle and end. I have a few more food related clips. I don't know if that Taco Bell clip was really food related, but it took place in a restaurant. Here's a voicemail that was left to a uh, Popeye's chicken. You may have noticed a lot of fast food restaurants closing early, being short-staffed. It's a nationwide problem. But at Popeye's, they're dealing with another problem. Too many white people work in the kitchen. That's just not the Popeye's way. They don't know what they're doing in there. They don't know how to cook Popeye's chicken the black way. That's according to one black woman, at least. Yeah, I think that's reverse racism. Dare you say white people can't cook chicken? All right, here is the voicemail. Black people working at Popeyes. White people don't know what the fuck they doing. Asian people don't know what the fuck they doing at Popeyes. You need black people. You need a black manager to run this motherfucker efficiently. You need black people, bitch. I don't care if it's Corona. Black people need to be there. She must have received some bland-ass chicken to be that mad. Call and leave a voicemail to a Popeye's restaurant. The other food-related clip that is circulating on the internet, I saw this the other day, and I actually flagged it to play on the podcast, and then Tim T posted it in our Discord. One of those uh, faggot commercials. You know, a lot of you have probably seen this by now. Over there in the UK, 
there's this like pork meatball product that is affectionately known as faggots, pork faggots. As a special welcome to Pride Month treat, I've got a few faggot commercials for you. I'm talking to you, you redneck faggot. Wrong clip. Hold on here. Hello, faggot lovers. (laughs) I beg your pardon. I'm sorry. This commercial was from 1978. They had to have known what they were doing. People were called faggots back then. You can't start off a commercial with, hey, faggot lovers. Hello, faggot lovers. Nigga lover, the movie they tried to stop. That's very different. That's the N-word. Although it is a commercial for a movie called N-word lover. It's not a food product. Although maybe in the UK there is a product called that. Mmm, chicken Negroes in a creamy sauce. Hello, all you Negro lovers. The British just come up with horrible names for their products. Hello, faggot lovers everywhere. I have a message for you from Birdseye. Birdseye faggots will appeal to your whole family. They've made them with lashings of gravy, but they've gone easy on the spice because kids don't like them too spicy, apparently. Birdseye even suggests that people who don't like faggots could enjoy these. You hear that, Dad? Oh, I wish we could try this theory out. I would pop a couple of faggots right in Mead Skelton's mouth. What do you think, Mead? Pervert marriage, pervert marriage. It's not a marriage to me. You know, aside from the fun of the name of the product or whatever, don't you get the feeling the bird's eye company has a real disdain for children? They're like, look, we made these bird's eye faggots. Not so spicy because children don't like it that way, apparently. Gotta cater to the kids. Bird's eye faggots will appeal to your whole family. They've made them with lashings of gravy, but they've gone easy on the spice because kids don't like them too spicy. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, that, that weird pause there. Apparently. That's what they say anyway. You know, kids, they don't know what they want. Birdseye is not the only company that makes faggots. My parents certainly produced a meaty faggot. <laughs> there is also Brains Faggots. Now, I've seen some commercials for Brain Faggots and, like, you know, pictures of the package and stuff. I thought it was made of, like, some sort of animal brains. I didn't realize it was just, like, the name of the product. The guy who who invented this thing was Mr. Brains. Gotta say, just all-around horrible marketing for this food item. Uh, In this clip for Brains Faggots, we've got a man coming home from work preparing some faggots, and he's laughing the whole time, I guess because it's a funny name. (laughs) Not sure what he's giggling about. The fact that it's named Brains? Or is he laughing at the faggot part? (laughs) There's nothing funny about the taste of pork, liver and onions and tomatoes in a tasty, rich West Country sauce. Except when you call it Brains Faggots. Brains Faggots. What a name. What a sauce. I've got another commercial for Mr. Brains Faggots. This time from the 80s. A whole family is eating uh, faggots around the table. Billy! Faggots. Ken. Apparently he was starting to eat the faggots before the, the, you know, the kid came down to the the table to join him. I'm the only one who's got it. Billy! Look, Katie, a big ape. Hey, my faggot! Who's a big ape? Billy, you've got five seconds. Mom. Hey, that's my faggot! Which I believe was also the title of a sitcom in the UK in the 90s. Hey, that's my faggot. 
Um, this one looks like Uncle Roy. Get on with your meal. <laughs> He's pointing at a faggot saying it looks like Uncle Roy. Maybe Uncle Roy's scrotal sack. Pork faggots do kind of look like balls. All right, what's this last one here? Meat dish of pork, liver and onions, traditionally served with a rich West Country sauce, to which he gave his name, Brains Faggots. We think he'd have liked the changes we've made. Brains Faggots, so tasty, you'll wish you'd tried them years ago. Yeah, I just like the way they pronounce it. Brains Faggots. You got to be very forceful when you say something like that. Can't pussyfoot around that name. You must try brains, faggots. I don't like pork. That's okay. I also prepared some creamy chicken negroes. Ah, an exquisite taste. All right. Uh, finally, before we get into the news today. I've got some more police body cam footage from Columbus, Ohio. This time, they're responding to a call of a young man on a bad acid trip. At first, it seems like he's suicidal, but then his real intentions come out. I love you. I wouldn't be cool. I would. Guys, that's not cool. Please, I just want to be cool, guys. I'm going to kill myself. Relax. There's nothing I can do. Life is over. I don't want to be like the cool guys. He's kind of contradicting himself. He wants to be cool, but he doesn't want to be a cool guy. He also starts off by saying he loves the cops. I just want to pursue my dreams. I want to fuck a girl, bro. Aw, reach for the stars, my dude. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. I'll do anything. Cool. Right. I want to fuck a girl, bro. That's cool, guys. I told you all my life. Am I not cool, guys? Oh, this dude wanted to fuck a guy, bro. That's weird, right? Or I wanted to fuck a girl. Well, someone please take one for the team and bang this guy. He's doing hard drugs because he can't find anyone to fuck. Do you have any idea on you? you I want to fuck a girl. I don't care. But I love you guys. <laughs> Sounds like you want to fuck the cops. Honestly, I don't think he cares at this point. He just wants to get his dick wet. <laughs> Dylan! So what? I'm just going to kill myself, bro. I'm not cool. Please don't kill me. <laughs> We're back to this now. I'm going to kill myself. Please don't kill me. I told Dylan. He wants to kill himself. Trippy stuff, man. Please don't. I'm not cool, guys. You know. We know you're not cool. Colton. I just want to be Here, cool like everyone else. I'm going to stand them up. <laughs> Here, we're going to stand you up, all right? Come on. I'm going to die! I can, I can, no, I'll yeah, kill you, bro. I can do with him on the ground. No, no! You're Listen, fine. You're fine. Down. He really doesn't want to stand up. I want to fuck a girl. I don't care anymore, bro. Isn't that cool? It's extra celestial, man. Here, lean on this Extra, extra celestial. That's not cool anymore. I love my mom. Aw, well, that's a nice sentiment. Do you want one now? But I want to kill my mom, bro. I got gloves on. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Apparently, in the in the past two seconds, his opinion on his mom quickly changed. I got him. I want to fuck a girl. Isn't that cool, guys? Why am I not cool anymore? You can see here his thought pattern is rather cyclical. I want to be cool. I'm not cool. I want to fuck a girl. I love my mom. I want to kill my mom. Why am I not cool? I'm cool. I want to have sex with a girl. I love my mom, I want to kill my mom, and so on and so forth. 
that's what's happening in Columbus. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. If you enjoy the podcast, please consider supporting it. The best way to do that is to sign up for the Sideshow. That's right, it's DV's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. Believe it or not, I've been at this stupid show since December 2004. There are thousands of past programs in the archive you will gain access to when you sign up for the Sideshow. More importantly, though, every week we do new exclusive programs multiple times a week. Yesterday's podcast was a Sideshow exclusive one, and uh, tomorrow I'll be doing another full-length episode of DV just for Sideshow freaks. Step on up to the Sideshow. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. This is how I make my living. If you like the show, please consider supporting it so we can keep doing it for a long, long time. There are other ways to support the show. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview, where you can pledge as little as a dollar. It's just another way to help me out. Thank you to all of my patrons. And of course, you sideshow freak. Three very quick stories now. First up, a waitress in Spain has been arrested for reportedly cutting off the penis of her boss after he allegedly attempted to sexually assault her. The woman was arrested on Monday by officers of the local police department after she allegedly cut off the man's dick while working a shift in a bar. That's apparently where the sexual assault took place. She claims she grabbed a knife and cut off her employer's genitalia after he tried to sexually assault her during a shift at around midnight on Monday. Oh, she was probably just exhausted at that point. Did not want to put up with any more shit. Oh, you want to whip out your dick? Yeah, okay, okay, show it to me. I want to see it. Grabbed the knife and sliced it off. There! Plunked it down in someone's drink like a garnish. Like an umbrella in one of those drinks. There! Fuck off, asshole! I've had a long day! She claims that she grabbed a knife and cut off her employer's genitalia after he tried to sexually assault her during the shift on Monday. Following the incident, the waitress called authorities. She did the right thing, kind of, in the emergency services to the bar, who transported the man, and probably his dick, uh, to the local university hospital for an emergency operation to attempt to reattach the genitalia. She's much nicer than I would have been. I would have hid the dick. I would have put it up on like a window ledge or something and, and, and been like, yeah, if you can find the dick, you can take it with you to the hospital. Make it a game, though. The newspaper reported that the woman said that she acted in self-defense during the incident and claimed that Monday's alleged attack was not the first time her boss had attempted to sexually assault her. Yeah, this sounds like someone who has had enough. Although I kind of wonder how the sexual assault took place. Was his cock already out and she grabbed the knife and just sliced his dick off? Or did she have to sort of coax the dick out? Pretend she was into it all of a sudden. Like, oh, oh, yeah, you want to fuck me right here? You want to bend me over the bar? Okay, let's whip it out. I want to see your dong. I bet you it's huge. Girthy, come on. Mama wants to see it. I really don't know what guys want to hear. Is that something that would turn a dude on? Mama wants to see your pee-pee. Back to the story here. She told police that he had forced her to have sex with him on multiple other occasions. The bar owner remains in the hospital after receiving treatment for his injury. While the woman is being held at the regional police station, 
It's currently unclear whether his emergency treatment was successful. I love news stories that, I, I don't know, maybe it's just because there's not enough information, but, it, you know, it's a short news story, so then they have to sort of fill it. Like, this isn't the first time a woman's been sexually assaulted. In 2017, a woman in India escaped charges after she cut off the genitals of a Hindu religious leader. And I mean, yeah, the stories are kind of similar. Women are raped all the time, though. The 23-year-old at the time claimed that the religious teacher, oh, man, Ganga Shanananda Thirathapada, <laughs> often visited her family's home in the city of... Uh, Kirk, okay. Crazy ethnic people! Do I really have to try to pronounce these? Does it matter what village they're from? You're not going to know it. Anyway, on May 19th, 2017, during one of the alleged attempted rapes, the woman severed the man's penis with a knife. She then called the authorities to report the incident. She was promptly put to death. No, thankfully that did not happen in this case. Uh, She was initially arrested, but police later announced they would not be pressing charges over the knife attack. You know why? It's because there was press coverage. Although I I think she would have been in real trouble. But there was, like, women's groups and stuff that got involved. Assurances from the local government officials followed, and they're like, okay, you're okay. Rape is bad. Wink, wink. We're a good government. We treat women with respect. Big wink. All right, so that's what's happening in Spain and, I guess, India, too. story we have for you today how many bottles of air freshener do you think it would take to mask the stench of a rotting corpse Mm, this is a hard one corpses are pretty stinky especially when they're rotting how many bottles of air freshener would it take to mask the smell Lock your answers in now. All right. This was a tough one. Let's see what you said. Ten. Ten bottles of air freshener. No, I'm sorry. Someone's never tried to live with a corpse, I can see. (laughs) No, the answer we were looking for is 70. 70 bottles of air freshener. You did not win the money, unfortunately, but that's okay. You're going to be leaving here with a lot of great prizes. Including those beanbag chairs. Retail value $7,000. Not a bad haul. We'll see you next time right here on Why'd You Ask Me That Question? Have you guys ever noticed that? I can't be the first person to make this observation, but sometimes these prizes you win on game shows seem super overvalued. I'm not talking about the big prizes, but like, the consolation prizes, the stuff you go home with, or maybe smaller prizes you win along the way. All right, Jessica's playing the big board right now and just landed on a Huffy 10-speed bike. That's going to add $12,000 to her total. I was like, what fucking Huffy 10-speed bike costs that much? Mine cost $60 when I was growing up. And stop. And you stop on silicone oven mitts. Pull out whatever you've been cooking from the oven and never feel the heat with these CookTech silicone oven mitts. $1,150. What? Oven mitts cost more than my braces. 
All right. Uh, this story comes from Australia, down under. A man whose mummified remains were found inside a home on Sydney's lower north shore after 15 years was shot dead during a botched break-in entry, a coroner has ruled. An inquest on Thursday heard that Bruce Robert shot and killed Shane Snellman in 2002 when Mr. Sn- uh, Snellman broke into his Greenwich home. Mr. Roberts, described by his family as an extreme hoarder. How extreme? He started to hoard human beings, apparently. Uh, yeah, he shot a dude and was just like, you know what? I'm going to keep the corpse around. You never know when you, when you might need one. Such hoarding behavior. Mr. Roberts, described by his family as an extreme hoarder. Extreme! Was also, unsurprisingly, a loner and socially awkward. He kept Mr. Smellman's body hidden in a bedroom for 15 years. I hope it wasn't like his master bedroom. Didn't sleep with him, did he? Counsel assisting Tina Zanoth told the court more than 70 bottles of air freshener were discovered surrounding the body in what she described as a conscious effort to mask the smell. The, the most disturbing thing to me about this story is that he kept the bottles of empty air freshener That really is a case of extreme hoarding. I get not knowing how to dispose of a body and, you know, keeping it around as a curiosity piece. But you literally can't do anything with expired or empty air fresheners. Can't use those cans for anything else. You know, it makes no sense to keep it. Some of Snellman's relatives were at the coroner's court for the findings. His niece, Tiana, said she wanted her uncle remembered as a generous man. He was a very loving man. He would do anything for anyone. He didn't deserve what he got. Well, he didn't break into the dude's house. The inquest heard Mr. Roberts barely left his Greenwich home, which he had inherited, along with $1 million in shares. In the weeks surrounding Mr. Roberts' own death, a large buildup of uncollected mail out of the front of his house raised concerns among his neighbors about the then 50-year-old's welfare. They called authorities on July 21st, 2017. Oh, so the hoarder also died. I guess that's the only reason they found Snellman is they, you know, they realized Mr. Roberts was probably dead in the house. They broke in. Emergency services broke down the front door and maneuvered through high piles of rubbish to find Mr. Roberts collapsed over a heater. Magistrate Derek Lee concluded he died of natural causes sometime between May 26th and July 21st, 2017. Ms. Zanoth told the inquest that cleaners employed to clean Mr. Roberts' estate discovered Mr. Snellman's body on May 29th. There was so much shit in this guy's house. It took people multiple days to find the other dead body in there. It's under a bunch of crap. Uh, Yes, the inquest heard that Mr. Snellman was last seen in 2002 shortly after he was released from prison for drug supply. Bank records show Mr. Snellman had 66 cents to his name just before his death. The 39-year-old had a history of petty crimes and was acquitted of murdering a homeless man when he was 15 years old. Magistrate Lee concluded Mr. Snellman was murdered between October 18th and the 24th of 2002. Senior Constable Shane Spencer was the only witness to give evidence at the inquest. He was among the officers who forced entry into the home. He was an extreme hoarder. I've never seen anything like it, Senior Constable Spencer said. He was the officer who oversaw inquiries into the death of Mr. Roberts, but he was aware of the homicide investigation into Mr. Snellman's death. 
I mean, we all feel bad for Mr. Snellman here, but still, I mean, he, he was breaking into that guy's house. He wasn't completely innocent here. I wonder what scent air freshener this guy used on Mr. Snellman's decomposing body. Had to have been something strong. I would not go the floral route. I mean, it would need to be more musky or, you know, woodsy. It'd be funny if he was using Febreze on, <laughs> on him or hung one of the pine tree air fresheners you use in your car on him. He had to play around for a while until he hit upon something that actually worked and masked the stink. Also, how long does the human body, like a decomposing body, smell? I guess, well, I guess however long 70 bottles of air freshener last. All right, final story we have for you today. A Kazakhstani bodybuilder who wed his sex doll after a whirlwind romance. I guess that means he wed her right after he purchased her. I'm not sure what constitutes a whirlwind romance when talking about something that isn't real. You just picked up at the store. Anyway, he wed his sex doll after a whirlwind romance and is now open to dating a human. Oh, apparently the marriage has uh, hit the rocks a bit. Yes, he's now willing to date a human on one condition. Any potential partner has to like his silicone soulmates as well. So romance is still alive. He dropped the bombshell on the UK-based The Dating Show, which I guess is a show all about dating. I was in a real relationship in the past, about seven years ago, he said. That was before he met his sex doll, Margot. By the way, he dated his sex doll, Margot, for eight months before marrying. So, you know, I wouldn't call that a whirlwind romance. A self-professed pansexual, Yuri Tolochko, can reportedly love anything from an image to a soul. To rubber dolls, I guess. Nonetheless, quote, it's interesting and important for me, and in the future, maybe I will have a real person, but it's important that she or he likes my dolls, too, the muscle man said. Oh, yeah, he's very muscly and hairy. If you want to see him posing with his sex doll, who, by the way, that sex doll looks very young. It's kind of creepy, actually. Uh, you can check out the uh, featured image over there at distortedview.com or the chapter artwork right now. Even though he married a uh, sex doll, apparently he is not completely happy with, with that one because he's found some some other sex dolls, I guess, to be in a relationship with. The muscle man revealed that he's uh, now divorced Margot <laughs> so he could take up with two new plastic playmates, Luna and Lola. Oh, twins. What a stud, right? Uh, Tolochko, or whatever the fuck his name is, admitted to cheating on Marco with a strange object. I'm interested. Please go on. Don't leave me hanging with strange object. Please, you got to tell me what the strange object was. He cheated on Marco with a strange object and also a supermarket chicken while she was getting plastic surgery over Christmas. I think that means that he fucked the sex doll so hard her head fell off. Had to go in for repairs. And uh, during that time, he just couldn't control himself. And he fucked a supermarket chicken. Fly Sky Guardian and then check that seven day to make your weekend like plans. It. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. <laughs> Keep fucking that chicken. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. All right. All right. Yikes. Yuri took to Instagram in March to introduce Margot's replacement, Lola, who, apparently in line with his aforementioned sexual appetite, sports a hen-inspired lower torso. What? 
It's a sex doll that's half woman, half chicken? I identify her as a massive chicken, the gym shark described, adding that his inflatable lover's navel has depth and can be used as a vagina and a penis inserted into it. Holy mother of Christ. I like the process of sex itself. Yeah, we know. In gender, sexual orientation are not particularly important here, explained the non-finicky fitness freak who boasts over 110,000 followers on Instagram. In the future, the man reportedly wants to add a male doll to the mix. I want to do a wedding of a male doll and Luna at the same time. I want to do the ceremony of life and freedom with me. It's similar to a wedding, but not a wedding. Mainly because no one will recognize a wedding with this guy anymore. You can't keep marrying and divorcing dolls. Especially half-rubber chicken sex dolls. No religion is going to recognize that. Maybe Unitarians. They're kind of laid back like that. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your Distorted News for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. My voicemail line for you is 206-666-4463. Feel free to call anytime. I'm a little backed up uh, on my calls, but I, I will get to them. I promise. If you'd like to jump to the front of the line, pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account. You get access to a special phone number. I do have a couple calls from patrons coming in today. Other ways to contact the show, show at distortedview.com. That's my email address. Use it to send along links to uh, things you, you think might be good for the show, DV-worthy clips. We've got a Discord where a bunch of freaks are hanging out, and you can share clips there as well. Good conversation. All over uh, social media, at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com, slash Distorted View Show. I'm sure there are other services. You can find me. I'm either Distorted View or Distorted View Show. All right, let's check in with a few freaks. Uh, these are some patrons calling in today. You can see the Just call in with, uh, I guess it's kind of a no year freeway moment. Uh, so, their time, I like to refinish furniture or painted again. It just kind of didn't work. And uh, I have a buddy who comes in and helps me sometimes. And the rule is, I listen to what I want. My job, fuck you. Anyway, This guy is obviously using, like, a speakerphone type situation, right? He's not holding the goddamn phone up to his face. I can't understand what he's saying. Listening to your Tuesday show, and, I, and, and you got to the point where you were like, I don't want you guys to be mean to me in my public Facebook page. And then about at the end of the show, you finished up the voicemail, and you said something about that Terry Shorty having a fat face because she gets the lip filler. And he looks at me and he goes, didn't he just say he didn't want people to be mean to him? And I was like, listen... This is why you guys are, are fucking retards, because that's not exactly what I said at all. I said, look, I said, I've got a, a page for distorted view and you can say whatever you want there. I expect you to be assholes to everyone on that page. Right. What I said was I've got a personal Facebook page that was originally just for my family and friends. And I slowly started adding listeners because, you know, listeners that I would talk to occasionally in chat and we had a nice rapport going or whatever. And I said, sure, sure, you can, I'll add you as a friend, whatever. And I slowly started letting more freaks in, which was a horrible idea because anytime I post like a picture or something, some of you say some horrible, mean things. And, and my mom was like, 
these people? They're just are these your friends from school or something? They're very mean <laughs> with the comments, calling you fat and ugly and old and stuff every time you upload a new picture. And I had to say, no, that's, those are those are listeners. So all I said was, you know, if I if you find yourself unfriended by me, don't take it personally. I guess you know you're you're still welcome on the Distorted View Facebook page or to comment on you know like YouTube videos. But I might have to start like weeding out some of the bigger assholes on my personal Facebook page. That's all I said. I mean, is that the same thing as making fun of Sagittarius Shorty, who's posting public stuff on her YouTube channel for fame and clout? Maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. I have to delete my fucking personal Facebook page and just start all over. No one's getting in. It's going to be a very exclusive club. None of you guys are going to be my buddies anymore. Tim, it's Ed Lord Trash here, and I just have one question for you. Do you do you have ADHD? Not diagnosed. I never really had it looked into it, though. You said a few things that might lead me to believe that you have ADHD. It's quite possible I have undiagnosed ADHD. Should I get that looked into? Uh, are there any good drugs I can get on that? Is that what uh, Ridlin is for? That what college students take a lot of to uh, focus and study. Hey, Tim Haley's comment calling about your uh, recent episode where you complained about some of the harsh things people were saying to you on Facebook. I just I don't feel like I was complaining is the thing. I'm just I was just stating a fact. I was just stating like, look, <laughs> whatever. I just went through this whole fucking thing, whatever. Um, as a paying member of both the Sideshow and the Patreon I want to say that if you decide to unfriend me on Facebook as part of preserving your work-life balance, oh, I would... God, Jesus Christ. You guys are taking this way too seriously. I I have no problem with you, Haley's coming. You're never mean to me on Facebook. You don't say horrible things. And it's fine. Again, if you want to say these horrible things, there's a place for it. The Public Distorted View Facebook page or anywhere else I post crap. I get it. And I get it a lot there. <laughs> but you know the, the personal face my personal facebook page is another thing. totally understand i just added you guys because i thought we were we were all friends here <laughs> i will continue listening i will continue submitting content oh my God, and i will continue you guys. paying you. you guys are bigger whiny bitches than me uh, yeah it, you gotta take care of your mental health man and given some of the messed up crap you go through and some of the stuff that you uh, put on the show a few extra steps and putting that barrier between your personal and professional life is just kind of important for your mental well-being. Oh, good God. I, I shouldn't even have mentioned anything on the show. I should have just deleted people that I didn't like and be done with. You know how many people I've unfriended, by the way? One. I probably should have deleted more, but so far just one. It's not like I'm going on some sort of crazy spree here. It's like if you're particularly awful to me on my personal page... And you make my mother cry, I will, <laughs> I will delete you or unfriend you or whatever. All right, uh, next up here, what uh, this person has to say. Timmy Boo, what it do? It's Rob from Texas here. Uh, I am calling, uh, shit, I think I called you like 12 hours ago. Uh, completely different voicemail, so don't skip that one. Anyways, uh, I'm calling because... Um, I just found something funny about your show. Well, actually, I guess I should start off. Finally, someone found something funny about it. Praise, fucking love your show, dude. Um, yeah. Everything, honestly, everything about it. I wouldn't change anything. 
Um, Thank you. I know a lot of people don't like the voicemails. I love the voicemails. I love hearing you interact. I love hearing the freaks be fucking retards on the voicemail line, too. That's yeah, funny. Well, they're out in force today. Um, so what I was calling about is your, uh, your, um, your show keeps getting more and more outros, especially on Fridays. So you've got <laughs> you wrapping up the show, you know, yeah. telling us to... You know, digusandig.com. Yeah, throwback. Anyways, telling us to do all that shit. Um, And then you've got your uh, outro music. Yes. Okay? And then you've got your outro clip. Right. Like a sound clip, usually from the show. Okay? And then after that, uh, especially like on Fridays, you've got your... We'll see you next week, and then you got the Scrod Media. So you got like five outros in the same. Uh, well, there's also one that now that I play on Fridays was with that woman's going. Bye, have a wonderful Friday. Fuck off and die, or whatever. Essentially, in the same uh, podcast. So, not complaining about it. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, also, good luck with your shitty water, Tim. Um, maybe if you jerk off and. Uh, Whatever room the shit fell in, you'll become a shit freak. Oh, yes. He's referring to when I plugged my toilet up, and uh, it finally flushed and blew a a pipe. (laughs) And then shit water started pouring from the ceiling on the first floor. I remember that. Good times. (laughs) Take it easy. All right. Thank you uh, very much for all the voicemails, even the ones I hate. Keep them coming. That's all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it? Oh, God. Hello, faggot lovers. Read the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Uh, don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Now's a great time to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll be back to end the week with the Friday program. Until then, have a great day. Bye. <laughs> This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.